Welcome to the Membership Guys podcast. Kick-ass advice and tips for membership site owners. What is up everyone? Welcome to episode 177 of the Membership Guys podcast. I'm Mike Morrison, your host for the show. Thank you so much for downloading this episode and for listening to the podcast. If you're a brand new listener, welcome to the show. Make sure you hit that subscribe button in your podcast app, whether it's iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, wherever you're listening to us. Hit subscribe to make sure you do not miss a single weekly dose of proven practical tips and advice on building, launching, running and growing a successful membership business. If you're already a subscriber, you're a long-time listener, thank you for all of your continued support. You know I love you guys, I appreciate each and every one of you, and every minute that you spend consuming the podcast. Today we are talking tech, more specifically, where to turn to in order to get technical help and support with your membership site. So whether you are in the early stages of building a membership and you're actually looking for help in putting everything together, or even if you've had a membership that's up and running for years, where do you turn to for those niggling little problems, those bugs, those new features you want to have built? We're going to run through some options and I've got some tips for you as well that'll help you out when you're trying to find technical support for your membership. So First and foremost, if you are handling the tech side yourself, if you want to build your membership site yourself and you're the one in your business who's responsible for that side of things, whether it's for budgetary reasons, because let's face it, not everybody has hundreds or even thousands of dollars to pay for developers in those early stages. And even if you do, some people have a mindset that they really just want to roll up their sleeves and get their hands dirty and understand the technical side of their membership. They want to know exactly how every little thing in their membership works so that they have more control, so that they're not entirely reliant on a web developer who, you never know, could up and leave and disappear and leave you in the lurch one day. So for whatever reason, if you are doing everything yourself, then of course, the number one place to find tech help with your membership is membersiteacademy.com. That's our membership site for membership site owners. Yes, I'm a little biased, but you know, if you want to hear from other people about whether or not the academy is the best place for tech support for your membership, then I could point you towards hundreds of our happy, happy members who have had that sort of support in the academy. We've got walkthrough courses if you're building a WordPress-based membership site. We've got full comprehensive walkthrough courses for all the major plugins. We've got walkthrough courses for software like IP Board, for LMS plugins like Lifter and LearnDash and stuff like that. So we've got you covered on the sort of tech you're going to need to know how to set up in order to build your membership site. We've also got our tech support section. So any niggling little questions, any problems or bugs that you have, we are in the community along with hundreds and hundreds of other membership site owners helping you out, keeping you on the right track on the tech side of things. We also provide some additional resources that can help you cut down on a lot of the work you need to do, such as the Memberoni theme, which is a membership site-specific theme. So it's a WordPress theme that is designed entirely with memberships in mind. Now, this theme is only available to active subscribers of Member Site Academy, but this is going to help you get things like your course library, like your courses. It's got its own little built-in learning management system like your member dashboard and stuff like that 
You've got all sorts of options for getting those key sections of your membership up and running and having them looking and functioning fantastically. So if you are doing everything yourself, Membersite Academy, honestly, it's not just the bias speaking. It is an extremely, the most comprehensive resource for anyone building a membership. And of course, the building part is just one little part of what we do inside Membersite Academy. The tech is just one bit. We help you with a plan, we help you with a strategy, the marketing, content, growing, running, all of that good stuff. So option number one is Membersite Academy. However, if you are looking to hire somebody, then option two is to actually look to your peers, look to your network for recommendations and referrals to either web designers to either agencies or to web designers, freelancers, and so on. Now, you can't go wrong with recommendations and referrals from people who have actually used the companies or the individuals that they are recommending. If you have a trusted peer, someone who you trust in your network, who has direct experience of working with a company that has delivered the goods for them, then that is definitely someone you want to start with, have that conversation with their recommendation. Don't take it for granted that just because someone has recommended a web developer, that that web developer is the absolute best choice. You still obviously want to do due diligence. You want to check their portfolio. You want to make sure that, you know, you can communicate because quite often techie people, and I'm speaking as a reformed techie person, they don't always speak the same language as regular people, right? So you want to make sure that you can actually understand each other and that you can foresee a good working relationship on the basis of, you know, just having a conversation, establishing a rapport, and so on. You definitely want to seek out recommendations and referrals for trusted suppliers. Now, I say that you should turn to your peers, your colleagues, to others in your field, in your network for these recommendations, rather than just going into a Facebook group and just openly asking, hey, we need X, Y, or Z done. Who's got a recommendation? That's not to say you shouldn't do that at all. Just understand that asking for those kind of cold blanket recommendations inside a Facebook group can be dicey. You're going to get inundated with a lot of people saying that they can help you out themselves. The thirst is real in a lot of these kind of situations. You're kind of throwing out a big juicy sirloin steak and the pack of hungry dogs will descend upon it. So you're going to end up with a whole bunch of different people all vying for your business and not every single one of them is going to be suitable. And it can be real, real hard to discern whether or not they are suitable based purely on their Facebook profile. So that's a lot of stuff you're going to need to wade through. So definitely, definitely attempt to get recommendations and referrals from within your peer network first. Or if there are websites that you like the look of that you're particularly impressed with that are in the same sort of area or have the same sort of features and functionality that you'd be looking for, quite often these will actually have a credit for the company who built that website located somewhere on the page. Usually it's right at the bottom. It'll say something like website built by, website designed by, powered by whoever. Quite often, those will link off to that web company's page, and then you can obviously click through and get in touch with them there because you've seen that example of their work. Even if those sites don't have a credit in their footer, if you actually Google the name of that website and then the word portfolio or our clients or something like that, 
then in some cases you can actually track down the company because usually if somebody's worked on a website, then they'll include that website on their web agency's portfolio page. So even if the site they built doesn't have a link back to that agency, usually that agency will in some way have that site listed on their own site in examples of their past work. So you can track people down that way. By the way, if you're thinking of doing that with Membersite Academy, and you go to our website and you look for our credit or you try and find the agency who built it, don't bother, that was all designed and custom-coded by us. Like I said, I'm a reformed web developer. So, recommendations and referrals, but try where you can to get these from your peers and from your network. Or if you have a particular website in mind that's a good approximation of what you're looking for, then try and hunt down the people who actually built that because they'll be a good place to start. You might also search online for web agencies who specialize in membership sites. Now, there's not a huge market for agencies like that. Membership sites, particularly the type that most of our audience are actually working with and building, it's a niche market. It's a cottage industry. So there's not hundreds and hundreds of agencies out there who only specialize in memberships, but there are some great companies out there like our friends over at Melt Design. They've got a lot of experience building membership sites and indeed it's one of the key things that they specialize in. Before we went all in with the membership guys and with Membersite Academy, we had an agency that specialized in memberships. It can take a little more digging, but if you're actively seeking out agencies or web developers or freelancers who specialize just in memberships, then you know they're obviously going to have a lot of basis covered in terms of the type of knowledge that they need in terms of experience with plugins, with businesses just like the one you're trying to build. So searching online for agencies that specialize in memberships is definitely something you should look to do. Of course, you have websites like Upwork.com or Codable.com where they are essentially marketplaces for developers. So you go to those sites, you post details of your project, so you actually outline what it is you're looking to create, you set the budget you're working with, a few other details, and you put it out there. And then a network of designers, developers, freelancers, and agencies, they'll see your job, and if they think it's something they can do, they'll respond, they'll put in a bid, and they'll provide a little bit of information about themselves in putting themselves forward for that job. It's almost like a request for proposal. So anyone who's kind of worked in that corporate industry or if they've attempted to get government work or work for government companies quite often, the government entities or the big corporations will put out an RFP, a request for proposal, which is essentially a job spec that they put out there through various channels and then companies essentially bid for those jobs. That's kind of like what Upwork.com do. Now, Upwork is pretty huge. There's a lot of people on there. And so, again, kind of like with Facebook groups, you're going to get a whole bunch of different levels of suitability. But these sites do have stuff in place that helps you with decision making. So they do have assessments that they make their suppliers do to establish their credibility and their expertise in certain areas. They do have the ability for past clients to be able to rate and review the work they've done and leave specific feedback 
And so every supplier, for example, on Upwork has a success rate. It has a total amount build. So you can actually get a better picture of whether this is someone who's just a chancer, who's a fly-by-night blagger, who's just looking to rip you off, or whether it's someone who actually knows what they're doing. They've got years of working with a lot of different projects, a lot of different clients, and so they're probably not going to let you down. So Upwork's probably the main player in this market. You've got sites like peopleperhour.com, sites like Codable, so that's C-O-D-E-A-B-L-E.com. They tend to be a kind of a higher caliber and, as a result, higher budget compared to the likes of Upwork.com. And Codable does specialize, and the developers on Codable are very specialist just around WordPress-based sites. So that might be a better alternative if you have a little more to work with in the budget department. So obviously things like actually hiring an agency, hiring a specialist, you're probably going to be more likely to do that when it comes to actually building the new website or maybe having an overhaul of your website. So you're usually going to hire those people for full build. Upwork.com and sites like that, you might use people on there for full builds. You might use them for the occasional bits and pieces, a new feature here, a bug fix or something like that. So with those type of things, Upwork's great to find someone just to do a small job as well as to find bigger jobs. For those small ongoing things, there's also services like WPFixit.com, which is a service whereby you pay a flat fee to have small, simple tasks completed on your WordPress site, particularly bugs. If you're having a problem, if you are seeing an error message, something's not working how it needs to be, you can go to wpfixit.com. You can pay their flat fee. They'll send someone in, they'll fix that bug, and then it's job done. You're not having to hire someone. You don't have to have a retainer or anything in place. You're just paying ad hoc, task by task, for those bugs to be fixed. This can be really good if you're in a position where actually your website is fine. The tech's all done. You're not really planning on any major changes, but you know you want to make sure you know where to go if something breaks, if something happens. If you install a plugin and it doesn't quite work right, or installing a plugin makes one bit of your site look a little bit wonky. Those little quick fixes wpfixit.com and sites like that are really good for it there's also services like memberfix which is run by vic dorfman over at memberfix.rocks so this is an ongoing almost retainer type service that gives you access to unlimited tech support for your membership so you pay a fixed monthly fee and that gives you access to the memberfix team for whatever you need them for on the tech front whether it's bugs whether it's uh, troubleshooting an issue whether it's getting uh, a new piece of software to integrate with something else or those kind of small tasks now you're not going to be having these guys building you huge sprawling new websites each and every month they're also not going to you know send someone around to move into your office to deal with absolutely every little thing that comes up but if you've got your membership up and running they're going to have most of your bases covered for the stuff you might need day-to-day, week-to-week, month-to-month. So you're getting that dedicated tech support team without the hassle of actually having to hire someone in-house. So if you have the sort of membership where there's quite a lot of moving parts, so maybe you know, you're know you using something like Thrivecart in combination with Memberium in combination with Infusionsoft in combination with IP board, and so you've got five or six moving parts that all need to work in tandem with each other seamlessly then services like memberfix 
are probably going to save you a lot of headaches. So they're certainly worth looking into. And finally, if you're building a WordPress membership site, the plugin developers, so the teams that actually sell and support the membership plugin that you might be using, quite often they have a list of recommended suppliers on their company website. So you actually go to their site and they have listed out for you companies or individuals who they know are well-versed in their particular plugin. So again, if you are building a new membership site and you know what plugin you're using, then take a look at the website for that plugin supplier and see whether they have recommended web developers or tech support who have experience in that particular plugin. Some of these companies go a little step further. So for example, Access Ally from Natalie Lussier, they actually have a certification program in place. So they certify their suppliers. They have to go through a range of assessments and tests and a whole accreditation program in order to get listed as a fully certified Access Ally specialist. So you know that when you hire someone from their recommendations that those people actually do know that plugin inside and out. And even if the plugin company that you're using doesn't have a list of these suppliers, it's always worth asking their support team for recommendations because while they might not have any officially listed recommendations, maybe they haven't even thought about the idea of adding a page to their website with recommendations. And if there are any plugin developers listening, please do that. You're going to be helping your customers out a lot if you do that. But even if it's not there, ask support anyway because they probably know some good suppliers to introduce you to. So those are some places to turn to find tech help with your membership. If you're doing this all yourself, check out membersiteacademy.com. We've got a wealth of resources to help on the tech side plus everything else you need in terms of training, support, guidance, resources and all of that for planning, running, growing your membership, marketing, all that good stuff, check out membersiteacademy.com. If you're looking to hire an agency or a freelancer, recommendations and referrals are gold, but try and get these from peers, from people in your network, rather than just going into a Facebook group and opening the floodgates for everyone and their dog to try and vie for your work. Seek out web agencies who specialize in memberships. There aren't a massive amount out there, but there are some out there. And, you know, you at least know that they have a grasp of the type of business that they're going to be helping out with. Services like WP Fix It are fantastic for quick fixes. Member Fix is great for those ongoing support needs that you might have. And the plugin company you're working with is also a good place to turn to for suggestions on people who can help on the tech so i've got a few tips that uh, will help you out as you seek out tech support first and foremost don't dismiss an agency a freelancer someone who might help you just because they don't state that they explicitly specialize in memberships specializing in memberships having experience and knowledge of that industry is helpful but ultimately any competent web developer will be able to make membership tech work. It's all the same skill set. So to them, a membership plugin is just a plugin in the same way that an e-commerce plugin is a plugin, an event booking plugin is a plugin. It's all the same language. It's all the same tech. It's all the same skill set. So just because they don't have the word membership in their job title doesn't mean that they aren't the best person for the role. Tip number two is try and distinguish between someone who's actually a good web developer, an actual web developer, and someone who's just learned how to configure a handful of plugins and themes. There is a world of difference between them. 
And this isn't to disparage people who have a comprehensive knowledge of different themes and different plugins and they know how to set them up and maybe they're just really good at using drag and drop page builders like Divi and Beaver Builder. But there's a world of difference between someone who does that and someone who has the full skill set of a proper, legitimate web developer. And the main thing is that if something goes wrong or if you need something done that's completely custom, then the person who only really knows how to set up plugins and themes they're probably not going to be of any use or they're probably going to take a heck of a lot longer to do something within their limited scope of what they can actually do with the plugins they're familiar with. They're going to take a lot longer to try and figure out how to do it in that with those tools versus someone who actually could probably whip up something custom in five minutes. And the problem is quite often people who can just drive plugins and themes, people who just know how to set those options, they don't always know enough to know that they don't know enough. This is the Dunning-Kruger effect for anybody who is familiar with that or wants to look it up. They don't know what they don't know, so they don't know that they don't know it, right? And so they'll confidently call themselves experienced web developers while barely even knowing how to spell HTML. (laughs) So these ones are kind of the worst and it's not their fault. Because again, they don't know what they don't know. But quite often, they'll charge you what top shelf web developers charge while having a fraction of the skill set. And as I said, sometimes these guys, they know enough to do what you need them to do. And that's fine. And then if you need someone to do custom stuff, you can go off and you can hire an experienced web developer, someone who can do custom stuff, who can code HTML and CSS from scratch, who can program stuff from scratch. And if you're not sure which of these you're dealing with, an actual web developer or a plugin driver, ask them what development languages they're proficient in. For WordPress sites, you need someone who, at a minimum, is comfortable with HTML, CSS, and PHP. PHP is the language that WordPress is currently written in. HTML gives you the the bones, the structure, the scaffolding for what people see when they go to your website. CSS is what styles it and what gives it the color, the shape, the positioning of elements, and so on. Tip number three, of course, as with anything, make sure you're doing your due diligence. Check out the portfolio of any individual, any agency who is vying for your work. If they don't have one, that's usually a warning sign. It tells you that they are not necessarily a professional, experienced developer, designer, whatever. Ask them for testimonials from people that worked with on similar projects in the past. Ask for links to working websites, case studies if they have them. Anyone worth their salt in this industry should be able to provide those to you. And then finally, don't allow yourself to be shoehorned into using just one plugin or just one type of software or into changing the features you want in order to suit what the web developer thinks is best for you. And quite often, this is symptomatic of someone who isn't actually a proper web developer. It's symptomatic of someone who only really knows how to use a limited range of tools and so they'll try and force you into using them. They'll say, oh, you, you don't want that feature. That feature's terrible. But usually they're telling you not to have that feature because they don't know how to make it work with the tools they're comfortable with. They'll say that plugin is horrendous. You definitely don't want to use that plugin. Use this plugin instead. Usually it's because it's the only plugin they know how to use. Or maybe they built a handful of sites Or maybe they just don't have the experience, the breadth of experience to understand that every website is different, has different needs, 
and that different situations, different requirements often call for different combinations of tools. If anyone tries to tell you in the web development industry that there's only one way to do something or that there's a single best way to do it, run a mile. There is no one size fits all when it comes to your tech stack. And a good web developer will discuss your needs. They'll give you options and they'll work with you on what you need. They won't insist that you use the plugin they want you to use. As I said, this is often a sign of someone who doesn't really know what they're doing beyond having a basic grasp of how to tick some boxes on a plugin settings page. So hopefully this is all useful for you, whether you are trying to seek out some help on the tech side of your membership, whether it's for a brand new site, a new site, an overhaul of an existing site, or just day-to-day ongoing support for your membership site. Hopefully you have a clearer idea of the main sort of options that you have for seeking out this support. And I do hope some of my little tips and insights as someone who's worked in this industry for close to two decades, hopefully some of that has better equipped you to navigate the murky waters of finding reliable tech support. That's it from me for this week. Thank you as always for listening to the show. I truly, truly appreciate each and every one of you for your attention, for your support, and for your continued patronage of the podcast. I'll be back again next week with another installment of the Membership Guys podcast. If you've enjoyed today's episode of the Membership Guys podcast, we invite you to check out the membersiteacademy.com. The Member Site Academy is the essential resource for anyone at any stage of starting, growing, and running a membership website. So whether you're still figuring out what your idea is going to be or whether your website is already up and running and you're just looking for ways to grow it and attract new members, then the Member Site Academy can help you to get to the next level. With our extensive course library, monthly training, exclusive member-only discounts, perks and tools and a supportive, active community to help you along the way with feedback, encouragement and advice, the Member Site Academy is the perfect place to be for anyone looking to start, manage and grow a successful membership website. So check it out at membersiteacademy.com. Do you want to boost your member signups and take your membership to the next level? If so, you're not going to want to miss the free webinar that I'm running on Tuesday the 26th of March. It's called Supercharge Your Membership Sales and it is entirely free. During the webinar, you will learn how to level up your core membership sales funnel for more traffic, leads and sales. You'll discover the biggest roadblocks that could be costing you sales right now and most importantly, how to fix them. And we're going to cover the key tactics that you need to have in place to successfully market and scale your membership. Plus, you get the opportunity to tap into my years of expertise in the membership space and have me help solve your current sales and marketing challenges. So, if you want to take your membership sales to the next level, join me on Tuesday, March 26th at 7pm UK time and go to membershipgeeks.com webinar That's membershipgeeks.com slash webinar to secure your free seat today.